Hello, everyone. We are back. Hello, hello. Hopefully, you're having a fantastic day. Hello, Alicia. Hello, friends. Well, well, well. Here we are. I mean, that was quick. That was easy. The transfer, the transition was great. Okay. So, I mean, everyone's been waiting three days now to know about my Uber experience. Absolutely. That's what they're oh. waiting for. Okay. So we have an agenda today. Uh, we're going to talk about my Uber experience and just kind of finish up my 48 hour trip to Boston. And then we're going to talk about hunger because that's the podcast that we, um, that our other system deleted. So we really want to have that conversation with you about a better relationship with hunger and a better relationship with food, because you guys are interested in that topic and not just my Uber drivers. True story. Okay. So, okay. So we land all this good, blah, blah, blah. So every time, literally, you guys, you think I'm nervous about flying? No, no, no. As we're waiting for the Uber driver, the anxiety tour, like butterflies, like, ugh, like literally how I think most people would feel getting into a plane with Jeff, you know what I mean? Or at the tiniest plane ever. And you're like, oh my God, like I'm nervous, zero nervous, only excitement. Like, oh my God, let's get this going. Let's go. Um, but waiting for the Uber, I'm like, what kind of car? What, like, is this what, what not as it, as an, I don't care what kind of car, but you get what I mean? Like, is it all going to be like this beat up car that there's no, like, there's, there's no place for my feet. Like, you know what I mean? Is his okay. car going to be like trashed? Okay. And then I'm like, Oh my God. Like if he doesn't care about the, the trash in his car while picking up Uber people, does he care about not dying? Okay. I'm like afraid of them not being careful and driving really quick. Like I have zero control over this law. Is this why you love driving so much? You like to be the in control of the driving? I mean, that's also a control issue. Yes, absolutely, Alicia. Um, I want to park where I want to park and I want to go the speed that I want to speed and I want to play the music that I want to play. I just want to be fully in control. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, It's funny because I don't think of dying when I'm flying with Jeff. Absolutely not. Like, I don't think this is it. I'm going to die. Okay. Okay. But, but the whole 33 minutes of Uber driving, all I'm thinking is I'm, first of all, I'm looking, oh my God, I need to tell you this story. Uh, So I'm looking at the um, GPS and I'm making sure that he's following, like, are you turning right when it's you? Would you? Okay. Cause then he's bringing you to an alley to cut your throat and to put you in a bag. (laughs) I don't think of that actually. You don't think of murder? No, I never think of murder, but I think, is he going to get lost? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the Uber driver's not going to murder me. Okay. Wait, your biggest fear is always getting lost. A hundred percent. And I'm afraid of dying. Yeah. See how, and, and that's why people are like, how do you get away? From, like I, that's why I do not think that another person's advice or strategies can work for someone's anxiety or even sadness or even like fears because they don't stem from the exact same reasons why. So I'm like, I can't, like, I don't think that's why it's someone else's responsibility for like to make you happy. Like, because like, I just feel like I, I can't help you with your fear of flying. I can tell you what my, why my reasons were, but in order for me to get away from or to, to not be fearful anymore, I needed to deep go deep into Jose's why are you afraid? And it was death, but it was also trust and not understanding and knowledge, you know? And, and that's why when they don't talk to me, when the Uber driver doesn't say hello to me, I'm thinking murderer. 
I prefer no talking, actually. I'm, yeah. I'm happy you're focused on what you're doing. Okay. You're not alone. See, for me, I understand the focus. I like that. I understand that piece, but I can, I think that you can speak and also, um, or show some sort of personality. I don't know. Something that tells me you're not going to murder me is very important, but see, you're afraid of not getting lost. So when they're talking, that makes you nervous. See, so that's why we need to, yeah, we need to, you need to talk it out. What's making you feel fearful right now? I think that when people are asking for advice, I'm not sure I, I think it's important that they realize there is no, not, not going to be any magic. There's not going to be any switch. I do think we can learn from each other's experiences and yes. take away from that. I think we can share our own strategies. Like there are strategies that I've shared with people. Are like, oh my gosh, that's so helpful. But at the end of the day, it's the ownership of the person to take my strategies, to take our experiences and to figure it out for themselves. Yeah. And to implement it. Like I, I think implement it. Yeah. I think that, you know, how can you, cause I think you can take in content, but applying it is, is the next thing that people think that you're going to give them a way to apply it. Like, you know, or time, I'm not going to give you time to apply it. I'm not, but I'm going to tell you my thoughts on it. That's why it's so important to be taking in content that changes the way you think. And even yesterday, so yesterday, Denika took over uh, Instagram because you were busy living, busy living your best life. And Denika's physical transformation is so extreme that that tends to be the focus of people's questions. And everyone wanted to know exactly what she did in the gym and her weightlifting. Really? Absolutely. And what they're asking for is they're basically saying, Tell me what to do. I want to look like you. So I want to do what you do. And Denika can tell you exactly what she does. That doesn't help you. The reason why she's been successful, there's a million reasons, but she's figured out something that works for her that she likes. So when you guys are asking people for advice, remember their answers of why they became successful wasn't the actual act of the thing that they're doing or what they're eating. It's that that works for them. That's authentic to them. Yeah. You need to understand when someone tells you what they do, um, it's they the real secret behind their success is they figured out their own way. So you need to go, you can take in what they do and try to switch it up, adjust it to make it so that it works for you, but their exact way of doing it will not work for another human on this planet for life. And it is Danica's way. And even if you see her physical transformation and you're like, I'd love her body. If you hate weightlifting, if you cannot fit that time in your life, if you don't value lifting weights other than just physical, you won't be consistent with it. Yeah. So you won't get, you won't get the results at the end. You won't get the results. Okay. So you're in the Uber. You think you might die. Yeah. So first guy was Peter. Nice guy. Nice guy. Grandfather talks about his kids. Uh, great, great speed. Great. Um, great speed as well. Like not too quick. Um, and, uh, he was very authentic. Like I could tell, like he wasn't like looking at me in the mirror while he was talking. Um, uh, great conversation with Jeff. I really 10 on 10 for Peter. Uh, he really rocked it. And I felt Perfect. very safe with Peter. Perfect. Um, the next guy smiled when he picked us up. But then smile went away and it was just like, we are serious and we are driving great hairstyle, 10 on 10 for hairstyle. Just he, this is what I told Jeff, at least he's a pingy amata. He seemed like he, like, you know what I mean? Murderers don't put, don't put gel. I love, I love the, like what you've decided a murderer is and is not. I'm wondering uh, the characteristics, like physical, they, do they smile? Don't they smile? I don't know. 
They don't have grandchildren, apparently. They do not wash their hair. They might have grandchildren. They just don't talk about them. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Both of them were uh, super clean, super clean cars. Uh, And one had a sticker saying, please close the doors uh, softly. Jeff really enjoyed that. He's like, I need those stickers for my car. But then I said, I was like, then you need stickers on your car. And we all know that you wouldn't put a sticker on your window. Oh, and I was like, oh, look. And I did this in the window. Like I touched the window. Jeff's like, don't, don't put your fingers in the window. Like it's clean. It's something. It's, I was like, wow. Like when we, sometimes he helps me on my computer and I end up touching the screen. He like cannot handle it. And, and, and it's my computer and my screen is dirty though. And he's just like, wow, I'll look at that screen. I'm like, yep, I think it looks fine. And it just like drives him insane. I just love it. Um, okay, so Uber driver one was great. We get there. We were staying downtown. Alicia was perfect. Walking distance to all the great shops and, and, and food and the park. And Tate, I'm going to give a shout out to Tate Bakery. It was I, just. You seem to be a big fan of that. It was beautiful inside. Did you see the style? Like it was it so was hip beautiful. and cool, hip and cool. They have nine tates in Boston. Ooh. Like when you have nine locations of your store, good for you. How do you say it? Tea. It's, I think it's latte, but with a T. Ah, tate. it's written. It's tate. I really like it. I like it. This could be this person's last name and I have no clue. And it's just tate bakery, but I think it's like latte, but tate, you know, okay. um, very also like, I'm like, this could be a highly priced, like they could be like, this is like, obviously like bougie and fun and really cute and like obviously hip, you know? Um, but like a large latte was $5. And I was like, well, very, very, uh, reasonable. Absolutely. Yes, please. A, yeah. Right a, croissant, a croissant was $4, like a, like a fancy chocolate croissant. I was like, this, this is like, I very much appreciate this. So this was a, a recommendation from someone from that area. So that's, so what's fun. fun with, yeah. With followers that like know the area. Yes. So we did, we did that. If we would have had more time, we would have done like the timeout market. We did the Quincy market. Yeah. Um, we did all the like touristy things. The Red Sox game was amazing. Our seats were insane. There was a buffet. Now, if you want Stop. to, if you want to bring a girl to a game, everyone, if you're listening and you're bringing your girl to um, a, a Red Sox game, make sure there's a buffet before uh, the game. That re- And a buffet when you're starving is literally my dream. I was going to say buffets are like right up there for you. Yes. <laughs> Wait, was there uh, bacon? There was no bacon. It wasn't breakfast, um, but there was like tiny burgers and all sorts of salads. Oh, so much salad was consumed. Uh, great cheese, great sauce. Um, and then there was like, you could get meat cut for you. You know what I mean? So Jeff got the meat. I'm not like a meat eater. There was like this like stew with like rice and and um, and seafood. And then there was tiny desserts. It was just too much. I ate so much. I was full for like seven hours. Like we didn't eat the next meal until like 9 p.m. Jeff was that like- happens. And it was 50 bucks for the buffet each. Right. And, um, and I was like, um, this is going to be worth it because so what we did, obviously we weighed our options here, but like literally a salad on the menu was $30. So I'm like, pay another 20 and I can have all the food in the world. And, um, it also made me so full that I like, didn't get a drink, didn't get more food, didn't get a dessert. Cause there was like an ice cream bar. Um, I know, but I was so full. I couldn't even eat the ice cream bar. So yeah. So that ice cream bar must've been like 10 bucks. You know what I mean? So I'm like, you just saved money, sir. Um, there's something mental about a buffet. 
That and it's a like, beautiful mental situation. <laughs> it's like a human experiment. Like, because like you go in, not only like, can you eat as much as you want, but buffets are more expensive usually than just like one plate. So you're like, gotta get my money's worth. Absolutely. And that was the mindset I was in, Alicia. And I, <laughs> they did not make money, a lot of money on, on what I consumed. It was just so good. Um, anyways, and, and again, when you're so hungry, right? We had barely eaten all morning. We had been yeah. super active. Yeah. So I, I was like, I am in a deficit right now. I'm going to bring that. I'm going to equal that up. I'm going to make it right up to the surplus right away in one meal. Um, but it was just so good. So good. And I knew like, I'm like, just don't get a drink. Don't like, I just wanted the food um, again. And it was a lot of salad and I know salad's expensive. Like, as in like, if I would have ordered a salad on, on the menu, it would have been again, $30. And I was like, I'm just going to go and eat all of the salad. Was it lettuce salad or like potato salad, macaroni salad? No, no, lettuce salad. Lettuce like salad. Okay. Beet, beet and feta cheese or beet and goat cheese. Caesar, the Caesar was delicious. Then there was like a watermelon and um, almonds. And like, so like di- there's four different kinds of like very yummy, fancy, like you you would have been really happy with it. Uh, so you didn't have anything to drink. Did Jeff have a beer? Uh, Jeff had four beer. I think, I think so Jeff, proud. I think, okay. So proud, oh my Jeff. God. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have to say this. So, you know, my TikTok of like, na 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 na. Okay. So I'm like, Jeff, like he needs to hold the phone. I'm not at my home. Right. So I'm in public. He's holding the phone. This is his nightmare. Okay. So he did it once I did it. Where was the first time on the street? Right. Yeah. And he's like, don't do that again. When I was like done, I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. We're here three days. We need to do it all three days. Right. And I'm like, I'm really hoping you're going to do this for me with Fenway as a background. And he's like, absolutely not. And he's like, serious. He's like, this is, this is not happening. So we, we actually drove uh, to Harvard with our bikes, which is kind of far. Like it was like an eight kilometer uh, drive. So like it was quite, quite far, but we were dedicated and like, what else do we need to do? So like, I do believe if you're not an active person and, and you're there for four or five days, all you're going to do is like sit and eat. And like, there's, cause like, you, honestly, we walked a lot. We biked a lot. Like, if not, you're going to find like, everything's far. You're going to have to get into Ubers and taxis. And it's just going to be like a lot. I don't know. I felt like, I felt like you need to be a certain type to really enjoy it. But maybe that's like me enjoying how I want it. You know, that's how like, I would enjoy it. But I think other people would just take taxis, taxis, or just stay at the hotel and just like yeah. chill and drink, drink anyways, all good. So, um, yeah, so we, Fenway, Jeff's holding yeah. the, the phone. He's Wait, no. Here. So, so we go to Harvard. This is the first step. And I'm like, okay, I'd like to do my na 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 with the Harvard fancy building behind me. And he's like, absolutely not. And then he's like, you're embarrassing me. And I'm like, Jeffrey, I'm like, Jeff, first of all, these people do not know us. This is one, this is literally a four second video. Like it's like, I'm like, no one's looking and they're all making fun of me in their heads. No one cares about you. Like, you know, he's just like, so like, it just like makes him so uncomfortable. And in my mind, I'm like, when you really think about it, like, it's like no big deal. Like no No. one cares. Like no one, everyone's going to go on with their day. Like, you know, no one's going to be talking about you if, if, if like, I don't even care about that, but you know, like people, some people do care about that. And Jeff would be like one of them anyways. So this is how I knew he was like feeling tipsy at the game because he's like all smiley and cute. And then I'm like, he's like the game ends and we're in this like bougie, like kind of like lodge please that's why there's like a buffet and whatever um and uh we're like the first row and everyone's like leaving and there's not a lot of people and i'm like 
I'd really love for you to, he's like all happy and like his heart and his eyes are like full of water. Like, as in like, they're like shiny. His eyes are shiny when he like drinks a lot, like kind of, okay. um, I don't know if he's listening right now in the, in the living room, he might, he might not agree with anything I'm saying right now, but, um, yeah. So I knew that he was like feeling happy. Let's just go with that. He's not tipsy. He's just happy. Um, and so I'm like, I would really love for you to uh, take a video with the video now. And he's like, okay. So that's how I knew that it was, it was different. Cause just three hours prior, I was embarrassing and he did not want to do that ever again. Um, so <laughs> we did it and it was amazing. Um, okay. So we went to the game, beautiful game. Awesome. Awesome. Then I met Cynthia. Um, what an amazing, uh, fun person. She was born and raised in Boston and her, uh, company, paid those tickets for her to be there. So she said, she usually doesn't go to the Boston Red Sox, but she says like once or twice a year, they might go because they get tickets paid from her company. Um, she, she, I think at the beginning, she wasn't sure if she wanted to be my friend. And then we were best friends forever. There was um, no choice. There was no choice because I was like really trying, you know, I'm like, I'd love for it to have like a dancing partner here because there's a lot of dancing. I was also like showing her how cool I was and how I know the words of all like the cool songs. I was right. trying that. I could tell that she would think I was hip if I was like, you know, out there, hip and cool. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So met her. Awesome. Now, now she said, I need to like reach out if ever I go to Boston again and, and we can hang out. Amazing. Um, amazing. And then we flew back home and this is it. This is that, that was, that was it. Oh, the fireworks. Oh my God. Are they, are they serious? It was like, um, Jeff was like, this is almost too much. I'm like, it's almost too long. I'm like bored of how amazing it is. It's like, it's like over and over and just like, like, it's just like insane. So much security, so many people. It's like so, so much security everywhere. Jeff's like, this is impressive. Like the amount of security, like he's like, people are on the payroll right now, Jose. That's what he notices. It's like, they are on, of course. He's like, this is, this is an expensive day. Yeah. We're Boston today. Uh, But just seeing people being happy and like, oh, the game. Like I just, one guy, you needed to watch the ball because you could die. Such a dangerous sport. Yes. So they hit a foul and it like, it's a fast one. It's not even like one that comes from the back because we were in danger for a few times, but it was like the guy hit the ball and like right into the crowd. Okay. Obviously I'm following the ball hits a man in the forehead. Okay. It's bad. I'm watching it. I'm like, Oh my God. His wife is like, everything is everything fine. Then there's people that come to help. Right. Yes. When, when it gets to that point. Yes. Cause it was like, it wasn't like one of those, like everyone look at the ball. It's coming. It, it was, was like, literally like right into his, per- this person's forehead. Oh. And then I'm, I'm like, so Jeff's like, stop worrying. I'm like, Oh my God, do you see him? This man. Um, so anyway, so they give him an ice pack. They brought him somewhere. Okay. Probably, probably died at the scene. Like it was just like, so, oh my God. And I looked at his seat and he didn't come back. I was they really probably sad for put him. him somewhere amazing. He Special. probably went and had a buffet. That's where I, he's at I the hope. buffet. Oh my God. That's, that's where he was. So that was really scary. Um, other than that, someone was proposed to. Ooh, you love that. that. I love love. I was screaming. I had chills. My nightmare. Oh yeah. No, I would, I would have me being on a screen, everyone looking at me being proposed to is literally my dream. <laughs> you know what? I don't like baseball. I don't, there's not a lot of sports I like, but there's something amazing about being at a live sport. Like I've, I had the chance to go to Red Sox games quite often. Cause we would take the kids from camp because it's not far from New Hampshire. So I've been to a lot of Red Sox games actually. <gasps> 
the energy, the yeah. love, everyone, yeah. everyone's happy. Everyone's yeah. happy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, and then they uh, put the Bruno Mars on when I see your face. Now, now that's something like with, I was like, there was like, oh, am I going to cry? Am I going to cry? Like it was just, and then she said, yes, and it was just too much. Uh, Cynthia and I tried really hard to be on the screen when it was a dance off. Okay. But I think they only picked people that would stand up and we just weren't at that part. Like we just felt like I said, I think that we need, we are good enough seated, you know, but it's okay. Okay. Um, so that's it. I'm done. And scene. What it, well, we loved watching along the ride with you. Thank you for bringing us along. Looked amazing. Can't wait for the next adventure. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, everyone. Okay. So a few weeks back, I did ask me anything and the conversation started where someone asked me, um, wait, I wrote it down. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nope. I wrote it down. This is not the right one. Do you fall? Do you uh, fall hungry? Feel not fall. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Do you feel hungry in a calorie deficit? And that for me triggered or whatever, uh, where I'm like, okay, people are afraid of hunger. It's like, I feel like people need to understand that you can feel hungry in a surplus and that feeling hungry is just your body's way to tell you it's time to eat. So it's, it's mostly your relationship with hunger because what happened is when we did meal plans or programs, they literally told you when to eat or how much to eat. So they could not care less if you were hungry and you were often left, left hungry because they're trying to create such a massive deficit for you because they want you to have massive results so that you can tell other people, wow, this really works. Okay. And so that's their strategy. Everyone is to put you in a pretty large deficit. They're switching your whole lifestyle around for you to be in a large deficit. Therefore you are left hungry. What I mean by left hungry means you're hungry and you can't eat. That's what, that's how you felt on diets where, where most people, or I want to say common people or normal people that aren't on diets, they feel hunger too. They just eat when it's time to eat. So I think that the issue here is if you're afraid of being hungry in a calorie deficit, let's like cut that and just say, you don't like being hungry and left that way. And I don't blame you. And, and what we kind of realized after someone did the ask me anything to Jose, and then we started talking about it, you know, sometimes when we put topics out there, we can tell the ones that you guys really grabbed to. And this was one that really got grabbed and people were like asking more further questions. And Jose also, especially through doing the Tim Hortons challenge, realized that she had to work, not had to, could work on her relationship with hunger. And a lot of us, I think, can relate to not only having to work on a relationship with food, our our relationship with body, but our relationship with hunger, which has also been impacted from years of dieting, like you said, years of rules that put us out of control that we physically could not eat without cheating on our diet, even Mm. if we were hungry. Mm. So we just wanted to kind of chat with you guys about it. Because there's two sides to this. There's the hunger piece. So it's time to eat. And then there's the fullness piece. It's time to stop. And it's that not balance, but it's like that conversation, that scale, Melcy, that people need to work on of like, I get so hungry and it's not time to eat. I get so full and I'm, I'm overeating. And it's like, 
we've also confused society is confused to being hungry with not being full. Like there's a lot with that. So that's why it's people wanted advice at the end of the day. They're like, can you give us advice on how to stop eating or to know I'm full? And first off awareness, awareness on your hunger cues, awareness on your fullness cues, but also giving your body time. So in that, that uh, podcast that was deleted, you had talked about like giving your body time. And that's what the, um, because we were eating from the menu and we had just what we ordered and we couldn't go get more. Right. Um, I really struggled at the beginning with not being able to feel really full. Cause when I eat a lot of volume, I do feel full and I like that feeling, but I realized that if I gave my body more time, it would almost click into the amount of calories I consumed. And we said that like, I would eat a belt, like that's like a bagel, egg, lettuce, tomato, bacon sandwich. Like, right. There's a lot of food there. There's a lot of calories there. And so there was like over 500 calories in that sandwich and I would finish it and literally wanted to get another one. But I knew that eating over a thousand calories for lunch was not what I usually do in, in other circumstances without the Tim Hortons. And so that's why I'm like, wow, like I really need to give my body time to process these, this amount of calories to know that I am full. And then what would happen? Three hours would go by. And then it was, I'm hungry again. So I really like, there was certainly something to learn there from our experiment. I mean, that's something that like, was like one of those things that like our mom, like our moms would have told us like, wait 20 minutes and see if yeah. and you're thinking, no, I'm really right. hungry, but it's, it's a genuine real thing that your brain just hasn't registered yet that you are actually full. Uh, and just having that conversation too, about I realized and realized this at the beginning of my journey that I was recognizing hunger as just not stuffed. So I had spent so many years over consuming a lot of my um, issue, my problem, let's say when it came to being in a calorie surplus, wasn't what I was eating so much. I've always eaten quite nutrient dense foods. Like you'd be like, Oh, look at her homemade meal. Um, it wasn't what I was eating. It was how much of it I was eating. So I had gone probably literally years without feeling like real full, real hunger, except for here and there. So when I first started, you know, really getting in touch with that, I realized that I'm, I think I'm hungry right now, but I'm just not full. Yeah. And that's what I was recognizing as hunger was not full. And then you start to feel true hunger. You're like, oh, that's hunger. I feel that that's hunger. And then yeah. there's hanger. <laughs> we don't <laughs> want to get in the hanger zone. The hanger is when you're hungry and you don't have access to food, like, or you haven't given, like, it's like, you're just like past that moment of like, oh my God, I was hungry. And I didn't eat at that time. And now it's like, I could not care less what goes into my mouth. And that's how I felt before the buffet. <laughs> Like uh, we had just eaten a croissant, I think in that morning. And we had done like 14 kilometer biking an hour walk, like I think 20, 20,000 steps. Like I was just like, Oh my God, I need all of the food. Right. And I was like 2 PM at this point. Ooh. Yeah. No, it was just like, I don't know what happened there, but like, it just like hit all of a sudden, just like, yes, I'm hungry as well. Like we were for me to be like, let's get the buffet. It's like that the, my belly was like eating its insides. I was like, Oh my God, j'ai faim. Um, uh, but I think that people, fear hunger because they were told when to eat and they couldn't eat at that, at that time. And I want you to recognize that society has always also been put on rules on when to eat. And so we don't even listen anymore. And so people were like, give us advice on how to have a better relationship with food. I'm like, Oh, excuse me. Like, it's like, give us advice to have a better relationship with your husband. Like, Oh my goodness. Like, first of all, you have to create 
an awareness on where the relationship is today. So you need to start recognizing what you need to work on before you can work on anything. Uh, so that would be for your, your relationship with food as well, because you need to know what your thoughts are about food, about hunger, about fullness, and you need to create awareness on your behaviors around food. And a lot of all the comments I get when I do ask me anything, or the questions I get are very much related to you, you need a better relationship with food. And that's so vague and people aren't, there's no, I don't have an answer for you other than step one, create awareness and, and how to do that is to join an awareness program that really puts you, gets you through that awareness process. It's a process. It's a, like a course. It's, it's all, it takes a long time. It does. And you're going to need to be willing to put in the work, to be honest, if you want yeah. to change your relationship with food or hunger. I, I also want to just touch on that, the misconception that people think you need to be super hungry in order to lose weight. And that's from previous experiences, like Jose said before, that the reason why you were so hungry on diets in the past is because they put you in such an extreme deficit. So remember that a deficit is a range. So you can be in a small deficit or a large deficit. When you're in a large deficit, you will be hungry. Yeah. You can create a moderate deficit, not be be hungry when it's time to eat, maybe a little tiny bit hungry before bed. You might feel that, but that's like a, that's how you can feel a moderate deficit. And when a moderate deficit is going to work is when you don't also eat like an asshole on the weekend and have those moments, maybe those binging moments where you way over consume. So a moderate deficit works amazing when you don't have those extreme surplus days or moments as well. And the reason why I think it's important that we point that out, just like Alicia said about those weekends is because you are consuming so many calories when you just go crazy on the weekend, you guys, and you're not recognizing that. And I'm telling you that you can eat more than you think and lose weight. That's for sure. You can eat more than you think and lose weight. But the reason why you can't do that from Monday to Friday is because you eat so much Saturday and Sunday, that it doesn't allow you to eat more than you think from Monday to Friday. You actually do need to eat just 1400 calories from Monday to Friday because you literally consumed 10,000 on Saturday. So I do believe that if you were more consistent with spreading the love of the calories all through the week, you could literally lose weight at 2000, 2200 calories a day and lose weight. And but you don't, you don't believe us. Yeah. yeah. You don't believe us because you don't see yourself and how many calories you're consuming on the weekend. And I, and I also want to say probably the amount of calories you're consuming during the week, like yeah. of mindless, mindless consuming, you can eat more than you think and lose weight, but you are consuming more than you think right now. Absolutely. And if you want to lose weight without being super, super hungry, we need to work on those extreme surpluses. That is like my number one tip. If you want to lose weight without feeling hungry, it's the extreme surpluses that you have to create that extreme deficit in order to get that result. So, uh, yes. And I'm going to add to that. If you have to work on those extreme surpluses and you have to work on these extreme deficits, deficits. because Absolutely. It, you can, because if you only work on this, you're going to keep dieting. 
the whole week. And then you just feel like you're on a diet seven days a week. Um, and I really like, I am an, I am an uh, example of that, of, I thought like I need to work on my weekends, but really, if, if you feel like I always need to work on my weekends, it's because you feel a certain way on during the week. I'm going to finish with this. There's a TikTok right now, a trend going where they look in front of the camera and they say one thing and then they turn to the right. And it's like the opposite. Okay. Well, I saw one from a guy that said this exact thing. And I was like, oh man, I'm going to steal it probably. Um, so it was like, you you splurge on the weekend because you feel deprived all week and then you feel deprived all you have to deprive all week because you splurge on the weekend it's just like you know what I mean like it's like and then you you yeah exactly so it's like at this cycle and then so many comments people related to that so much so you need to look at both it's the whole thing it's the whole thing you guys it's weekdays and weekends need to coexist together And the reason why you're not a bad person, the reason why you're doing that is because of the diet industry and how they've templated our weight loss way. And it was do this for these days and then cheat on the weekend, do this for these days. Like that's where it comes from. Yeah. I have two points too. I want to add number one, you also can be hungry in a surplus. Okay. So if you consume Oh, two meals oh, were super calorie dense. Like there were oils, there was butter, there was, there was nuts, there was salmon. You could literally be in a surplus and be hungry. My buffet. Perfect example. So that day I was definitely in a surplus because of all of the things I ate. But that day I also felt very hungry before my two meals, like hangry. You know? And you're like, oh, I moved my body for sure. I was in a surplus, not a big one, probably because of all the movement I did. And that I also like, there's a lot of salad in my, in my buffet plate, but you get what I mean? Like I, I just feel, and at supper, I was more reasonable, but still I was in a surplus. I know that day because of the type of food I ate and the amount of uh, that I ate. And I still felt hungry that day. So that's important as well for you guys to realize that even if you're hungry, that does not mean deficit. Another piece too, is that hunger, I think gets mixed or sometimes we forget about our our level of satisfaction. So you need to also feel satisfied with what you've consumed or else you're going to feel hungry, but maybe Mm. it's not actual physical hunger. Yeah. Like you, if you ate like just those bland, boring diet foods all day. Even if you consume 2000 calories, you might still feel hungry, but maybe you're not actually hungry. It's just, you felt deprived. So it's important that you prioritize not only hunger, but what satisfies you mentally. Absolutely. All right, everyone with that, we leave you. We love you. Um, Continue living your best life, your best summer. We're hoping you're having the best summer ever. We definitely are. Uh, We love you. We appreciate you. Follow us everywhere. You know where we are. It's really hard to miss us. Uh, Leave a review. That's how people get to know that we exist. And um, we want to hit that 1 million downloads. Oh my God, there's this song. It's like 1 million, 1 million, 1 million, 1 million. We're going to use that sound when we hit 1 million. Can't wait. And we're going to do a sound and we're going to do a dance together. Choreo choreographed. Oh, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye everyone. Bye guys.